welcome back to the Sunday Roast. My name is Mark Megan. How the hell are you? How are you doing? How was your week? Have you had 80 to 90 pints like I have? Waking up so hungover this morning, I feel like it's fucking salad fingers. Do you remember salad fingers? That pervert with the green um, dick. Very hungover. But we'll prevail. It's my birthday tomorrow. Happy birthday, Mark. Thank you very much. 29 years of age. Not exactly a significant one. It is what it is. Happens just about once a year, so I may as well enjoy it. Got some lovely messages this week from lots of different people, lots of different types of messages. I got one because like, I like when you guys suggest different things for me to roast, you know, and I will be taking lots of you have sent in some really good suggestions and I'll be, you know, considering those going forward. I got one message on like Tuesday afternoon of this week from a 37-year-old car salesman from Leitrim. And do you know what his message was? Would you do... And usually I don't write back to like usually the shit suggestions. You know, when someone's like, oh, you should do one. And, you know, crisps. Yeah, okay, no. But I got a message from this guy. Do a Sunday roast about women in their dresses. <laughs> what? I literally wrote back to him. I was like, sorry, what? Women in their dresses. What? What? What do you mean, women in their dresses? You know the way they go around their dresses with their arses out? <laughs> no, I didn't. Like, what? You absolute lunatic. But yeah, my birthday. I don't, I don't, I actually don't love my birthday. I always, I, I think I've mentioned this before, but I always get a little bit depressed for some reason on my birthday. And I find it, I think it's because it's, it's the expectation for you to be, ha- to be happy is so high so that if you aren't happy, you're then forced to confront within yourself why you aren't happy. Does that make sense? I always find it interesting, you see, having my birthday in December means it's a really good opportunity to realise who the tight fuckers are. Because, like, look, it's my birthday in December, but it's also Christmas. If you were going to be getting me a birthday present and a Christmas present, I want two presents of the exact same worth, okay? Don't be giving me this, you know, oh, I just thought I'd give you a, du- a big double one for a cover of the birthday and Christmas. Okay, that's fine. That's a great idea, Anthony. But if you're doing this, I want, if you're going to spend 50 euro on my birthday and 50 euro on Christmas, I want a present that's worth, at the very least, 100 euro. If you come at me with this 75 euro nonsense, you tyrant, we will never be speaking again. And also, I find with birthdays, it's a great revealer for how, you know, intelligent or unintelligent somebody thinks you are. Do you ever get that? Like, you know the books that people buy you? People always buy you books, you know, for your birthday or for Christmas. But you can tell what sort of a biscuit they actually think you are by the type of books they get you. You know the ones, I always get these ones, which are just like insane. I don't know how I live my life in a way that gives people the impression I would appreciate a book like this. You know the ones like, they're like crime books, but they literally are so dog shittily written. It's like, a, a, you know, a cat with paint attached on his paws, just slamming himself up a white wall would actually produce more digestible literature than these books. I was El Chapo's dentist. Do you know what I mean? I was El Chapo's dentist. Oh, I was the chiropodist for the IRA. You know these sort of books? They're just so bad. Or like, uh, Secret Silicon Valley. The story that they don't want you to read about. With lifetime, with real life accounts from people who work in Silicon Valley. Okay, so they, so they do want you to read about it. Because they've literally written a book about it. I remember I followed this guy on Twitter. And he put up a tweet about six months ago. 
bit late to the party. It was about Breaking Bad. Yeah, granddad. But anyway, he puts up this tweet about Breaking Bad and was like, just got stuck into season three. You literally couldn't write this. No, no, you literally could. And they did. That's what they did, mate. Bad presence. Actually, bad presence results in such an anger. You know when someone gets you like, they every year, without fail, for Christmas, I'm going to get like a Tommy Tiernan DVD, guaranteed. And then like a weird DVD about like a magician. Magic. Who, if, you, if, you're, in, if you're enthralled by magic or find magic, the rem, like the remote bit entertaining, you're an absolute biscuit. Like Dynamo. Oh yeah, it's cool because he's got the East London swagger. He's not, it's all fake. I remember, <laughs> I was sitting on the couch with an ex-girlfriend of mine about a few years ago. Sunday evening, we're watching TV and there was like some Dynamo show that was on. Okay, and one of the tricks that Dynamo was doing in this episode is he's teleporting himself from the top of one building to another, right? And this is all absolute dog shit. I don't, I don't, I'm not even watching it. I'm probably on my phone. And my girlfriend goes, so now Mark, I was like, yeah. She's like, do you think that's fake? Sorry? <laughs> do, I, do I think that it's fake that he just teleported himself? Yes, it is fake. And also, if this man discovered teleportation, okay, it's not going to be on Dave plus one at 11 o'clock on a Sunday night. If a man has discovered, has, has created the ability to transfer himself from one building to another, another in the drop of a hat, it's not going to be like release on Dave plus one on a Sunday night. Absolutely outrageous. It's the same with people, these sort of people who believe in like fortune tellers. You know, if this woman could actually tell the future and look into your eyes and be able to tell you a lot about what's going to happen, if she's actually clairvoyant, okay, why the fuck can you tell me is she in a shed at a car boot sale on Valencia Island in Kerry? If this woman can literally tell the future. And also, why is she selling scented candles as well? If she can tell the future, surely that's a good enough gig. You shouldn't also have to sell potpourri and fucking scented candles. Absolutely outrageous. At Christmas time. Because this is the real season when it starts to happen. And it drives me up the wall. And do you know what that is? It's the people who surprise their parents by flying home for Christmas 24 hours early or something. Have you seen these people? Oh, here's a video of me walking around the back door. And the mum comes out and she's like, you know, holding a house coat and a bottle of whiskey or something. And it's, oh, is that you, Michael? And then there's this lovely emotional hug. Mate, you live in East London, not Papua New Guinea. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You're not from, you haven't trekked back from the Galapagos. You've literally gotten the 510 flight out of Gatwick rather than the 7 o'clock. And it's also, I just think surprises in general, it's just, it's so indulgent because you're just making the event about you. It was like a friend of mine's 30th birthday recently and one of the lads was like, oh, here, I'm going to do this big thing where I arrive halfway through the dinner and even though I'm supposed to be out in, you know, Bondi Beach fucking peeling onions or whatever everybody who moves out to Australia does, uh, you know, 
and I'm going to come back like halfway through the dinner and we'll be recording it and I've already arranged stuff with the waiter. It's like, man, this isn't your day. You're so selfish. Oh, surprise, you remember? You should have seen your face. Yeah. What, what do you expect me to react like? I thought you were out in Bondi Junction. Do you know what I mean? Like getting neck tattoos with estate agents. I didn't. I didn't know that you were coming back. Of course, I'm surprised. I'm not. I'm not a fool for not expecting you to show up to this restaurant. It's like you know those pranks they do. You see them on YouTube, and it's like, uh, oh, we like you know those scary pranks where they'll run up to somebody in a parking lot at like two a.m. with a chainsaw, and they'll be like, ah, yo, dude, we totally pranked you. Look how fucking scary you got well yeah what is what is the appropriate reaction when i'm coming out of you know done stores it's 2 a.m we're in a car park and somebody comes up wielding a bloody hurl of course garode i'm gonna be scared what is the appropriate reaction and these by the way these are the same type of people who like to give everybody a play-by-play on instagram of their christmas dinner you know these people christmas dinners are a lot like babies, right? You think that yours is beautiful and deserves to be posted on Instagram, but to everyone else, it's literally just a sloppy potato. And actually, while we're on this subject, by the way, can we address the fact that, like, I think Christmas dinner is just actually overrated. It's not that nice. People go mad for it. Oh, they put up a little Instagram, all time for round two. Oh, oh, watch out, baby. We got a, we got a wild one. So it's, it's really bland and average. Every year, by the way, at Christmas, regular as clockwork, you're sitting around the table having dinner and somebody will always come out with this absolute pearl. Do you know what they say? Oh, sorry, burping. Oh, this is delicious, this turkey. Everyone's nodding there in agreement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just waiting for Granny to say something racist. She's like, oh no, this is delicious, this turkey, yeah. I would say, um, I would say this is definitely the, the nicest turkey I can remember us having. Well, yeah, that's easy to say, though. We only have it once a year. How much do you remember about the turkey we had last year? You don't, you don't say this about other stuff that you only do once a year. The reason why it seems nice is because it's infrequent. Do you know what I mean? It's like an orgasm or a decent documentary on Netflix or a non-racist taxi driver. Things seem much better whenever they don't happen that often. And, and by the way, turkey, turkey in general, if you were to have turkey every Tuesday, you'd be absolutely sick of it. It's such a ratty meat. It's not nice. It's so bland. You literally need four gallons of cranberry sauce to make it the most remote bit uh, like nice and taste, tasteable. Turkey, for me, is like the Zoe Deschanel of meats, okay? Bear with me here, but I think turkey is the Zoe Deschanel of meats. In small doses, it's quite tolerable, but ultimately, it's just way too dry and not nearly worth the stuffing. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Outrageous. Good stuff, Mark. You've just been cancelled. a post uh, last year and I remember this and I won't name any names because that's too outrageous Mairead O'Sullivan but you know she posted a photo of her Christmas dinner and in the background there was Vianetta 
I was tempted to call the guards or Samaritans. Vianetta in 2019. What the hell is this? Is this a Roddy Doyle novel? Vianetta on Christmas Day in 2019. Are you outside of your mind? Like, do you know what also I feel needs to be addressed about the Christmas dinner? And I think that this is, this is actually a serious issue and I'm willing to die on this hill. People need to be less patronizing to grandparents. Okay, I get it. Grandparents are old. They're sort of stuffy. They smell like lavender and death. And they're a little bit boring at times. But people, they deserve a little bit more respect, okay? You know, you're at like the Christmas dinner. And your granny could literally be like, you know, she could be going to you. Oh, yeah. Um, well, actually, yeah, the tuberculosis crisis in the 50s. That, yeah, that was, that was huge. And I did lose some friends to it. But then, obviously, once Noel Brown got involved and the sanatoriums were sort of ran out, you know, that really helped. And actually, I was in a sanatorium uh, when I got TB and contracted it. But then they wheel you outside. And I remember, you know, the feeling of being able to breathe again. Hey, mum! What's that, mum? And, you know, <laughs> she's like, what are you saying there, mum? Do, do you need to go to the toilet? Uh, no. No, 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 I'm just, I'm explaining to Mark here about uh, TB, we're just about in the 50s. Would you like some more gravy? Would you, is that what you're saying? Would you like some more gravy? No, 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 I'm fine. I'm, I'm actually, I'm just working my way through the uh, round two of the turkey. I know I'm absolutely grand. Uh, why are you? Do, oh, you? Do you need to go to the, I think mum needs to go to the toilet. Uh, Derek, would you bring, come out here now. I think mum needs to go to the toilet. Do you, know, do you know what I mean? Give the woman some respect. Stop speaking to her like she's a cocker spaniel. You know, she's, she does have more intellect than a Labrador. This is insane. She barely even opened her mouth. And it's just like, you're speaking down to her. I don't understand it. Uh, and also, regular as clockwork at Christmas dinner. Do you ever get, if, you, if you've had like a big family Christmas dinner, and there's like two tables, and there's the adult's table, and then there's the kid's table. And there is one thing. There is one thing that you can absolutely guarantee. You'd put your house on it. There will always be a situation at Christmas dinner where the drunk uncle will come over to the kids' table and go, well... And you're all like, yeah, all right, all right, Jeremy, yeah, you grant? What's going on? Oh, this is where the real crack is. This is where the real fun is, isn't it? Uh, no, Jeremy. And also, you're way too pissed. It's only four o'clock. And the only reason you're here, by the way, is because you've been shunned by the other adults because they didn't find your comments about your secretary funny, you know? And by the way, cheers for getting me a Lee Evans DVD for Christmas. Oh, Mark, you love comedy. Yeah, do you think... that's ex- read, read what you've just said again. You like comedy, so I got you a Lee Evans D- DVD. Lee Evans is the least funny person in the world. He sweats more than like Prince Andrew, firstly, and then he literally makes jokes by just pulling his face into a way and contorting his face into a way like he looks like a fucking, uh, like an epileptic person chewing tinfoil. Do you know what I mean? I also love the moment. Have you ever seen these people? It's like Christmas dinner and everyone, you know, goes, right, will we do the crackers? Will we do the crackers? And everyone's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we all get involved. And there's one uncle who just is way too competitive. You know, yanking this. You can see the vice-like grip he has on the thing. And he's literally yanking it out of his four-year-old niece's paw. Like, Jesus, will you go easy, Simon? You don't need to do this. And also, what use are you even going to find for a fucking sewing kit the size of your baby toe? Oh, uh, and, and while we're on this topic, Simon, the next time you tap your wine glass and go, this is my dessert... 
and give me a wink. I'm actually going to manhandle you and disembowel you. This is horrendously unfunny. You've made this joke 11 times in the last 45 minutes. It's really embarrassing. I can honestly, I'm thinking about sending a dick pic from your work number to your boss just so you finally get the push out of the company. Then Tina leaves you and you have to sleep in Blackrock Park for six weeks because you need a life lesson of some sort. It's not funny. Oh, this is my design. Oh, this is my dessert. Thank you again for listening to the Sunday Roast. I uh, really appreciate everybody who's messaged me this week. I really appreciate people actually going on and reviewing the podcast, rating it. It makes such a difference. Like, it helps it go up in the charts. So I really appreciate it. Uh, have a good week. The wheels are about to come off everybody's life in Ireland because it's Christmas time. So just enjoy it. Be careful. Don't do anything too sloppy. And I will see you next Sunday. Thank you. All the best.